For two women who had hummus, lamb kebabs, stuffed vine leaves and back-to-back episodes of The Only Way is Essex in their immediate future, they didn't look very happy. Why are you both looking so grim? Ellie asked, as they made no effort to step aside and let her in. Is it the thought of the pre-cleaner tidy-up? Come on, you know the thought of it is worse than the actual doing of it. We need to talk, Lola said soberly, and Tess nodded, not looking Ellie in the eye. Instantly, Ellie was suspicious. Why? What have you done? Have you broken something? Have you broken something of mine? Each thought was worse than the last. Did you borrow something without asking and break it? Please don't say it was my new hairdryer. It's not about your new hairdryer. We haven't broken any of your things. Tess added quickly, as Ellie opened her mouth to fire off a new round of questions. It's about... Well, first of all, you should know that we're not judging you. We love you. But it's a case of loving the sinner, not the sin, you know? Ellie didn't know, and couldn't imagine what heinous act she'd committed that might warrant an intervention. You're going to have to give me a clue, because I don't remember sinning lately. Anyway, I'm not a Catholic. Don't they have the monopoly on sinning? She asked brightly to lighten the mood. It didn't work. Yeah, and you have the monopoly on bad boyfriends, Lola said. After what happened on Saturday night, enough is enough. Richie is bad news. He's the zenith of bad news, Tess elaborated as she finally stopped blocking Ellie's way and pushed her into the living room, then marched her over to the Ikea sofa. Sit! It was the tone of voice tweedy women of a certain age used to discipline unruly dogs. Ellie sat. Okay, maybe things got a little out of hand on the weekend, but Richie is not bad news. He just had a bad Saturday night. Not as bad as our Saturday night was, having to deal with his crap, Lola said in a tight voice. They were both standing over her, hands on hips. It was Ellie who had brought the two of them together, but they still hadn't quite made the transition from roomies to friends. In fact, they argued a lot. So how ironic that they'd finally bonded over the shortcomings of Richie. Richie, Ellie's latest boyfriend, was shaping up to be a fine boyfriend. A great boyfriend. He was very good-looking, almost model standard, not that Ellie was shallow, was gainfully employed as an assistant at a film production company in Soho, had a good sense of humour, didn't feel emasculated that Ellie earned more than he did, and generally, Ellie was starting to feel that the two and a half months that she'd been seeing Richie were turning into something. Maybe even quite a serious something. And really, Ellie, he's awful. He's not worthy of you, not even close. Tess insisted so shrilly that Ellie stopped mentally listing all of Richie's considerable plus points and frowned at her best friend. Ellie loved Tess, and often referred to her as my sister from another mister. She'd bought Tess her first bottle of Chanel No. 5 for her 21st birthday, and had once endured three hours in Topshop as Tess tried on jeans and cried every time she swiveled round and looked at her bum in the changing room mirror. There'd also been tough love, like the time she'd nursed Tess through an affair with a married man, or when she'd finally persuaded Tess to get her brown hair highlighted and to soldier through growing out her overplucked eyebrows.
And this was how Tess chose to repay her? I've already said I'm sorry about Saturday night at least ten times, and you know I'll get your dress dry-cleaned. Lola sat down next to Ellie and gently patted her knee. Lola never did anything gently, so it was a measure of just how serious they both thought it was. This fuss about Richie. Sweetie, it's not about the dress. It's about you failing to see what's blatantly clear to all the people who care about you, Lola said softly. We don't want to see you in a relationship with a smack addict or a meth head or whatever horrible shit Richie is into. Ellie couldn't believe what she was hearing. So there'd been half an hour during an admittedly wild Saturday night that she hadn't been with Richie, and in that time he'd apparently gone on a drug-fueled bender?